0: Come on, let's get nuts. Well, oh, oh, turn on that microphone. We're not glitching, we're good. The video's good, I think we're good. What's happening, guys? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday, end of Monday, I should say. How's it going, everybody? How you doing? Hope you guys had a good weekend. Let's talk some things today, that's for sure. You know, we got some things to talk about. Not as busy of a Monday as, uh, as it usually is, though. I will say, I was kind of like, oh, wow. There wasn't as much stuff that uh, was out there as much, but, um Anyways, guys, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to the channel. Do all that. Hit that like, thumbs up. Make sure you got that notification bell on so you know when I'm doing this stuff. And uh, appreciate you guys clicking in. Who we got out there? What is happening? We got DC Patriot. What up, Dave? Uh, first DCU film out of the gate. Has to be Superman. It's probably, you know, when it comes to films. Yes, probably. Nate, finally saw Avatar last week in 3D. Looked amazing, absolutely. Also, how excited are you for Quantumania? You know, I mean, I, I, I am a little bit, okay? I am a little bit because I've been kind of, uh, you know, rewatching. I've been re-watching some MCU stuff, you know, and I like Paul Rudd. I, I wasn't a big fan of Ant-Man and the Wasp. You guys know this. But, of course, Quantumania is going to be setting up the next Thanos essentially with kang so i am kind of you know and the trailer was like all right cool and apparently there's a new trailer that might be showing up as i'm doing the stream so if it does show up guys let me know and i'll do a, i'll do a live reaction to the new atman trailer if uh, if it shows up right now i, I, I was hearing something about that uh, what's going on izzy is is Ike? whatever uh, what's up, Dave? Hope uh, this new universe starts uh, starts the bang. I, you know, I think a lot of people are hoping for that too, especially especially David Zaslov. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, my God. Uh, so, anyways, okay. Who else we got here? Why so serious? Watch Game of Thrones season four. Man, you were just going right through all. That. One of these days, I'll get there. Ms. Uh, GT, how's it going? Lobbying for Wonder Twin movie about individualism. Fingers crossed. There you go. There you go. I don't know what hashtag that would be, but hey, do it. Do it, right? It's going on lukewarm. Will they make a Batfleck movie? Really up to the guy in the cow. You know, that's the thing. Miss Nighthawk, always good to see our pretty face. How's it going? Good to see you. We got Miss Jackson right here. Did you see uh, the photos of Zachary Levi on vacation? Yes, that'll be part of the tweets. I did retweet that. Uh, Ain NSU, who would you want to play the new Superman? Good question. I think that's going to be a video for later. I'll be like maybe doing like a top 5 choice, you know, and uh when I when I do that video, it's going to be Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill and Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill? Okay. Uh those are my choices right there. Sorry. No, but yeah, I'll, I'll eventually probably do something where, you know, when it comes to this whole new universe i'll uh i'll do my choices i'll try to do some choices when it comes to that so we got mama film junkie here hi mom love you good to see you yeah we got ziggs right here uh good to see you buddy we got eric patterson and then what's up we got puss in boots here Puss in Boots is showing up here. You know what? I actually do kind of want to see the uh, the new movie. Look kind of cool. Some of the clips I saw, you know, I was never really into the whole Shrek verse. You know, I saw, I think, the first two. I don't think I saw the last two. But uh, I, I don't think I even saw the first Puss in Boots either. So, I don't know. Uh, but, I, but I saw clips from the new Puss in Boots, and I was like, wow, that looks pretty cool, actually. It was a little different. A little different animation, I'd say. So, uh, you know. Good to see you, Puss in Boots. We got Mister Draga right here. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. And we got Tet right here. Who are we wearing tonight? Uh, we are wearing Justice Con tonight. Justice Con tonight. That's right, because you know when it comes to things, you know, you know Justice Con was something that was very excellent, and uh, you know, it, you know something that'll be part of the second topic tonight for sure. All right, so continue on, MFR. mf, mfer. Yeah, what's going on, buddy? Good to see you. All right, who else we got here? Trying to get through some people here. Yeah, oh, yeah, I still have to watch that. Still have to watch that. We got Stephanie T here. Good to see you. We got Game City Savior. What is happening? We got Carrie. What is going on, my friend? Always good to see you, Nikolai Vega. What is up? All right, we got Ryan. We got Brennan, love the channel. Any thoughts on Indiana Jones 5? Well, yeah, I've talked about it. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of the last one, but I'm looking forward to see what James Mangold did. Obviously, the rumors of the film are, yeah, of course. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I like Indiana Jones. I'm a fan of the franchise. So, Johnny, be good. <laughs> yes, good to see you. Yo, Legend, what's up? Hey, what's going on, mi amigo? Alex Lobo here. Good to see you, buddy. Buddy, buddy, what's going on? And we got Jose here as well. What is happening? All right. And we got Steve-O. You watch us? The loads, uh, Tulsa King. Did I watch it? I didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Damn it. I haven't watched it yet. I will. I will, though. I will watch it. And I promise I'm not going to do. like, yeah, sorry. You say Stallone, I just bust out an, impress- an impression. It's like anytime that China's mentioned, I just start talking like this. This guy right here. This guy with the, uh, the orange face. Anyways. Okay. Stop. Stop with the impressions. Don't need to do that right now. Don't need to do that right now. All right, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys, of course, uh, joining. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. I had a pretty good weekend. I had a great weekend, obviously. Um, and, um chill weekend which was great just chilling just chilling chilling with the girlfriend and just like watching like again mcu movies so cheers guys got my monday wine so hmm there we go but uh yeah we got lots to talk about we're gonna be talking about of course uh you know what's gonna be the first um the first uh, round of dcu the new dcu dc universe i don't like to say dcu i, I just want to say dc universe Easy to say DC Universe because Marvel Cinematic Universe is uh, you know I don't know it's always just the, the the titles and the names or whatever. But anyways, we're gonna talk about that. You know, obviously James Gunn did tweet something, so we'll talk about that. That's gonna be the main topic. Then I'm gonna you know obviously the uh, the new hashtag when it comes to the uh, in the Snyder fandom, which we've we talked about. Um, on the Vodka stream, and uh, yeah, apparently uh, when I made a little tweet on Saturday, it, uh, <laughs> it, stirred, it stirred a pot. It stirred the pot. Triggered a little bit, so we're going to talk about that. And then, of course, we'll talk about the Avatar box office because, man, this thing just cannot be stopped. And then uh, something that came out today when it comes to Francis Ford Coppola and his new movie, Megalopolis. I, I, I have a Difficult time. I get all marble mouth when I uh, say the uh, the name of the title. But, yeah, a whole, like, article came out about uh, this movie is potentially going to be a disaster. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happened to that. But um, that's right. The damn 40 Club. Right, Jose? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So, all right. Let's get to those tweets, though, huh? Let's see what's happening in the Twitter world. What's going on with all this. And um, first off. All right, so we get to the Twitter world right here. And uh, you know what? For, whoop! On a second. Let me make sure everything's good. All right. So first off, I thought this was funny. From um, Les Infantiles, I thought this was pretty hilarious right here. Breaking. Despite insiders believing The Flash's quality could bring world peace, James Gunn has ordered that at the end of every scene, a big title card comes up saying, What you saw doesn't matter. Hilarious. Come on, that's just funny. That's good parody right there. I like it. You know the fact. You know when when it comes to the whole James Gunn thing and the uh, possible rebooting, soft reboot, hard reboot. We don't even really know exactly what's happening. I just thought that was a funny title. I thought that was a funny title. It was pretty funny. So, and then look at this. We got uh, we got an update from uh, Jeremy Renner right here. So this was posted, of course. Uh, uh, four days ago, this is this is him right here in the uh, in the in the hospital, doing good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sexy. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like yeah. a good head rub? Check it out. Literally, look at all the like, blood. That was the first shower. <laughs> I was definitely weak or so. Gross. I'm <laughs> kicking. Okay, okay. All right. Okay. So there you go yeah. so Jeremy Renner's, Renner's doing good <laughs> healing up enjoying himself why not so yes he will yeah yeah he'll be fine he'll be good and then of course we have uh, Ari Aster's new movie that's going to be starring Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix interesting poster I had a look at this poster a couple of times I was like oh wow interesting so Bo is Afraid this is the, uh, the movie that's coming out in April and and apparently it has to do with um four different four different times in this uh in this character's in Bo's life apparently you have him as a child and then he has him older and then well way older and then you have him how he kind of looks right now and then a really old man so Kind of curious, kind of curious what's going on when it comes to this movie. And it's Ari Aster, of course, uh, who did Hereditary and Midsommar. So I have a feeling I'm going to be walking out of the theater going, what the fuck was, you know, because both Hereditary and Midsommar, I walked out going, holy shit. Like, what the, what the, both excellent movies, but yeah, you walk away going, holy shit, that was batshit Crazy. Crazy. And then, of course, we had Renfield that showed up right here, which is another batshit crazy movie that has, uh, of course, uh, Dracula played by Nicolas Cage. That's right. I'm playing Dracula. Yeah, it's great. Um, I love the trailer. I thought it was great. Even when I saw when I saw uh, whatchamacallit uh, on Thursday, uh, I'm trying to uh, I'm totally drawing a blank on what I saw on Thursday. But yeah, when I saw that, uh, which was Meg or as I called it, Megan, you know, M. Thregan. Um, they actually played this trailer in front of it, and, uh, it got a pretty, uh, pretty good response, especially when Nicolas Cage was revealed in that trailer, so, we're all looking forward to that, trailer was good, really dug it, and, uh, Damar Hamlin, doing great, obviously this was on, uh, this was, this was on, like, what, Thursday or Friday, so, um, yeah. He's actually doing a lot better now, which we'll get later in the tweets. Uh, Then, of course, yes, guys, of course, I'm always, uh, you know, MoviePalette.com. Like I said, head over to MoviePalette.com if you want to get a color palette of your favorite movie on a canvas and use uh, promo code Junkie15. I'm just saying. Got mine right up there of The Matrix. Love it. It's delicious. I want to have a whole wall of them. So uh, always promoting MoviePalette.com. MoviePalette.com. Hey, Steven likes graphs. Okay. If you guys watched the Vodka stream on Friday, uh, Steven showed up a little late, but uh, when he came in, we did talk a lot about the uh, avatar, the avatar phenomenon. And uh, of course, Steven has graphs. He has graphs, graphs like this. Can you understand what's happening? No, but at least he uh, put a red arrow for us to, uh, you know, understand stuff. So yeah, if you didn't watch uh, the Vodka stream, uh, fast forward to like I don't know, the three-and-a-half-hour mark when he showed up. If you really want to get a breakdown of this Avatar box office, of course we're going to be talking about it a little bit with the third topic. So it's going to be good. And then speaking of uh, M3gan or Megan right here, we got, uh, we got Mr. Jason Blum and, uh, and we got uh, James Wan right here talking about, uh, talking about it right here, and I thought this was pretty cool. Well, first it was a test, right? We actually saw. Yeah. We're talking we about the uh, actual practicality of Megan. We when saw when test, we saw right? the early test of it, I was like, "Holy smoke! This thing actually looks very real." Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they did this incredible animatronic head. I mean, it's of creepy. Megan, you know, those with eyes, it's the eyes, the skin texture. It was pretty incredible. It was actually very exciting at the same oh, time because you know, up until then, you know, it's really just ideas on paper, right, on, on script form, and you're not quite sure if you're going to be able to pull it off. So when that test came along and it proved to us that we can actually make this work it, it, it took the whole movie in our heads to a whole different level yeah it was exciting we were yeah. trying to ride a line so that when you're watching the movie you're you forget for a minute that it's AI and then you're reminded harshly that it's AI and the I think the movie doesn't work unless you can really suspend disbelief like that and I think that the way that Megan was created really does that it does. That's what helps with the movie. I mean, the movie's ridiculous. You guys saw my first reaction. I enjoyed it for the for the most part, but it was ridiculous. But at the same time, they did a great job when it came to the animatronics of Megan. Very creepy. Very creepy. Uh, yeah, Andre. I. It's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. It is what it is. You know. So yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I didn't think it was like something like I wasn't blown away by it. But hey, it was uh, it was decent. It was a good time. I laughed and there were some moments I just thought it was held back by the PG-13 rating. Anyways, when it comes to uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, the CFO says the company is now done removing, canceling, you know, con- cancelating, canceling content. <clears> throat> Finally, throat> Jesus Christ. Oh, good. Finally, we're we're stopping this. We're stopping this right here. My God, so yes, <laughs> everybody got uh, anytime that there was like a an, another another show or cartoon, Looney Tunes, whatever the hell that was being removed off to HBO off of HBO Max. It was like, what the hell is going on over there when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery? But. Uh, The CFO, uh, Mr. Gunner, Gunner Wiedenfels, I always say, I don't know if I'm saying his name right or whatever, but he says the write downs are done and they're focusing on relaunching and building in 2023. Gunner Wiedenfels talked to Citibank Conference and The Hollywood Reporter as the comments that he made about their recent moves in removing content and canceling programming. Such maneuvers have come under fire from both fans and the shows affected and the creative teams that put their hearts and souls into these shows and movies. CFO said that decisions to cut content stemmed from a reflection of an industry that went overboard, that went on, a spending frenzy I've talked about this before guys and this is what's happening when it comes to the streaming services especially Netflix especially Netflix these streaming services were trying to fill up their library so then they can get people to subscribe to the streaming service so they were just throwing money at whatever especially Netflix obviously that's why Netflix is just constantly constantly canceling shows because they can't afford it they can't afford it anymore they have a cash flow problem now that's what happens it's like you throw too much money at things guess what you're gonna have a cash flow problem because we know that netflix is now losing subscribers but that's what he was talking about right there and i know a lot of people were hating on it but you got to look at it from a business side that's the thing And that's what was going on when Zaslav and crew came in. They had to do they had to make these tough decisions. Obviously, it sucks for the creators and the people involved because then they don't see what they wanted. But then and then everybody wants to blame and say, like, oh, yeah, you guys are evil and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like, no, you don't really have to blame the new regime. You have to blame the old regime for spending way too much. And that's the thing. That's what's been happening in the last couple of years. But that's what happened because COVID just totally pushed streaming, just, just put it at the forefront – shoved it forward where everybody was like, oh, my God, we got to put as much streaming as possible because people were locked down in their homes. Movie theaters were closing. So then they were like, Okay, we have to do something. And obviously streaming was what the hell? I always love it when people like honk outside. Okay, if you honk outside when we have these, you know, these crazy things called cell phones, you're a dick. That person's a dick. Anyway, sorry, got a little distracted. I just love it when people honk. You're still honking in 2023? You have a cell phone. Send a text. Call. Anyways, back to what I was saying, which I lost my train of thought. But hey, I'll try to regain it. But yes, when it comes to streaming services, yeah, that's why this is all happening. And I know it sucks. It definitely sucks. But apparently it's all ended. And yes, stop spending so much money. They got to watch the money. They got to watch the money, guys. That's what's going on with it all. Anyways, moving on. Uh, and then, of course, you know, let's uh, give a cheers to uh, Jimmy Cam. Jimmy Cam. James Cameron is the first director to have three films pass $1.5 billion. That's what it is. Never bet against Jimmy Cam. Cheers. Cheers, 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 cheers. Good job, good job, good job. Yes, yes, James Cameron. You know, he's a man. He's a man. What could he say? Everybody was betting against Avatar, and guess what? Yeah. He showed everybody wrong. That's right. So, Hawk, if you're horny. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got Mr. Aaron Bailey right here. Uh, he's going to be doing a new project that has to do, of course, with the Snyderverse, which I... Anybody who does a new project that's going to be uh, has to do with art and everything, I'm all for and um, hopefully we can get Aaron on the Vodka stream so we can come on and talk about his new project. But it's called Night of the Batman, a multi-part motion comic event happening right here. Cool little uh, poster right here when it comes to uh, this new project. And uh, yeah, this is what I'm talking about, guys. I mean, we could talk about hashtags all day. But what I really love is when you actually have art and you have people who are very creative coming up with something and continuing everything that's happening, like the the Snyderverse that's been built. Guess what? We can have art that continues on with a lot of this stuff, which is great. It's always fantastic. And guess who supports it? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder loves this kind of stuff. Take my word for it. It's great. So... We'll get Aaron on the Vodka Stream soon, and then we'll talk about this new project. Looking forward to it, obviously. Uh, And then we got uh, Mr. Freeze right here when it comes to McFarland Toys. Looks pretty badass. Must have. Must have. And then speaking of, uh, again, projects, this is individual projects. We got Dawson right here who's been on the Vodka Stream as well. He, uh, He has a cover for his Savage, The Legend of Blue Raven right here when it comes to uh, a comic that he's creating. That's what's so great about nowadays is, like, you can create stuff on your own and put it out there for people to see. It's good. We got Martian Manhunter right here. Who wants uh, Who wants to buy me this Martian Manhunter statue? I'll just say, you know, I'll, I'll be very grateful. I will praise you. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome right there. So that is from Iron Studios. Iron Studios. Uh, Project Justice League uh, I'm sure it's even almost closer to hundred thousand right now but it did cross 80,000 um, I don't know Nicotina I know you're out in the in the uh, the, the, the chat right now so maybe maybe uh, you can update on what the the views are right now so doing good doing good and then of course we've got all this Meg Meg Mary Meg, Megan 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 Meg. and we got this and then we got uh, and we don't even know what to listen to that. And there's the, there's my tweet that 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 ruffled some feather feathers which we'll talk about. Uh, the Batman was the most watched film on letterboxed in 2022 so that's pretty cool. love the Batman love the Batman and I love this jacket. I wish I could have it but sadly it's it's a it's a crew jacket so I don't think we're gonna get it uh, 18 and 86. I'm wondering exactly what those numbers mean right there so but yeah. Obviously, the jacket for Rebel Moon that Zack Snyder himself rocked in that one video that he had, but also uh, Ray Fisher has posted about it, and also Ray Porter posted about it. And Wednesday has officially been renewed for season two. Good. I still have not finished it yet. I have two episodes left. Uh, I will try to finish this week, finally, but yes, I'm excited that she is getting a season two. Good stuff. And of course, got Batman the Animated. Hey, look at this. So, uh, Gladiator 2 is happening. I don't know if it's going to be called Gladiator 2. No, probably not. There'll be a subtitle, whatever. But Ridley Scott's Gladiator sequel, Mr. Paul Mescal uh, would play the character of uh, Lucius, the son of uh, Luc- uh, Lucilla, a Lucilla? Uh, nephew of. Uh, Commander, okay, I, I suck at names, of course. Obviously, Connie Nielsen's character and Joaquin Phoenix's character. He's going to be playing that character. So that's happening, and they finally have it. And apparently, when it came down to the shortlist, when it came to the actor that was going to play that, they had Miles Teller, Austin Butler, uh, Richard Madden, and then, of course, Timothy Chalamet. Because why? Timothy Chalamet, uh, I mean, I wouldn't hate Timothy Chalamet so much. I'm just like he needs to eat something. He's too skinny. Austin Butler's a little skinny too, but he's not as skinny as uh, as uh, freaking Timothy Chalamet. My god. Speaking of art, we got uh we got uh, jo- edits right here. A nice little Zack Snyder's Justice League poster. Have, of course, Clark in the cornfield with a butterfly. So beautiful. Love that. And then um, uh, we, okay, so this is interesting right here because apparently James Wan and, uh, and uh, Patrick Wilson have joked about like, hey, wait, what if we did, what if we did this, you know, uh, Trouble in Little, Little Tokyo, like what if we did a re or a, a remake of that and i was like going like well i i could have swore that dwayne johnson and, and, and i know he was he was trying to do a remake of it but to be honest i would rather have james Wan and patrick wilson tackle that movie than dwayne johnson just saying just saying nothing against dwayne johnson but i'm just like dude you know no you don't need to I don't think anybody really needs to remake it, but they remake everything. And I would just say that James Wan would probably do a better job than whoever Dwayne Johnson would hire for a director. And then this is cool right here. Uh, Flash Film News doing some uh, cool little edit right here. I love this transition right here. Check this out. So you got Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne. Batman Returns. Yes. Go down and then there's Batflick. Yes! Yes, yes! Oh, that was cool. That was a cool transition. I love that. The Super Bowl Sunday. Past present. Yeah, we'll meet. Good stuff. And then check that out. I can't show it. I gotta I gotta I gotta go quick, guys, but you saw it. Look at that! What? I'm just I'm just being careful. I'm just being careful because apparently, apparently, you know, that wasn't supposed to get released. That shot right there, huh? That shot right there of Barry, the new flash that was on, like, uh, I don't know, it was on some kind of Bluetooth speaker or whatever. Uh, that, that got released on Friday. And, uh, I mean, when Flash Film News posts something and then they delete it, I go, okay, I should probably not post that because it could get a copyright. And so I try to just be brief with it. But, yes, there is a shot, a new shot of Ezra Miller in the Flash costume, the new Flash costume. And, uh, you know, I actually saw a lot of people going, okay, this is not that bad. Because obviously the whole thing when it comes to the new costume is the helmet or the cowl, whatever you want to call it. People are not liking that. And it, it's mainly because of that one shot in uh, in that footage that we got at DC Fandom that showed it. And it looked a little wonky. The angle looked weird. Everything looked a little, little weird about it. But there's been other times where it's looked better. It's looked better. And to be honest, I actually like that shot too. And uh, Flash Film News also posted like it was funny because... They have that promo, that promo art of him just, you know, in the runner pose doing that. And obviously that showed up on a Bluetooth speaker or whatever the hell it was. Uh, I don't know if it was like what connected to a toothbrush or some shit. I don't know. Who knows? It's always weird when they do like these products that go with movies. It's always very strange. Anyways, um... So they had all that and, uh, you know, but it's, it's not a bad shot. It's not a bad shot. Like I said, it's got proper, it had proper, it had proper, uh, you know, color grade right there. Huh? Huh? You know, I do, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I just, I'm, I can't wait for that new trailer so we can see it in motion right there. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Anyways, of course we had the vodka stream. Pretty uh, packed house this is creepy right here fear Jason putting my face on uh, on Megan that's right and also Andre's face which let's face it Andre you look a little creepier than um you look a little creepier than me right come on that's not as creepy I don't look as creepy as Andre right when I'm put on Meg. <laughs> megan that's hilarious uh, Leslie Grace posted uh, an image of her stunt woman right here from Batgirl and again I really like this cow I like this cow better than the uh the other cow like when we saw the second costume I just like the texture of it I think it's pretty cool but yeah that's your stunt woman right there who of course who has the mocap dots so you know that's what they do now they put mocap dots on the stunt performer so just in case they need to have like a crazy stunt that has to have the full-on face they can actually digitally put the actual actor's face on it right there so that's pretty cool that's pretty cool. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And then, of course, posting all that. Keep going. Uh, Damar Hamlin right there. He's about, about to watch the game with his uh, parents, so that was cool. Doing great. Good to see that. And, uh, of course, the Bills won. Uh, and then we got a shot right here. Mr. Andy Muschietti posting this right here, holding that little thunderbolt, which I would love. I want that. Is that a pin? Is that a magnet? I don't care. Andy, I want it. I want it. Looks pretty great. And, um, yeah, on the set of The Flash right here. And apparently, this is, uh, well, according to Flash Film News, and I will trust what they have to say when it comes to The Flash movie, this is outside of Barry's apartment. What? That's right. Outside Barry's apartment. So, uh, well, obviously, uh, Barry needs a lot of uh, carbohydrates, to uh, replenish his, his energy. So naturally he's going to be, obviously we saw that in Zack Snyder's Justice League when he was—he had a whole pizza that he was basically bringing in Bruce Wayne's spanking new awesome Mercedes, which was, you know, it was funny. I like that. You know, obviously he said he's uh, a, what, he, what did he call himself? Like a food hole or something like that? What was the line? I can't remember exactly. Totally drawn on blank right now. But of course he likes pizza. This always goes back to the Flash character in general always wanting to uh, replenish by um, having a pizza. So naturally, he has a pizza joint right there. I'm sure he's going to frequent that pizza joint a lot in uh, Central City right there. Snack hole. That's what it was. Snack hole. I don't know. It was like food hole? Snack hole. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. But uh, I'm sure we're going to be seeing Barry eat some pizza when it comes to the Flash movie because, oh, man, now I want pizza, guys. Damn it. (sighs) I'll be all right. Yeah. This is fantastic right here. I can't really show it too much. Well, I mean, I guess I can. I don't think it's the actual, but this is fantastic. Somebody actually made, from the Batman, they did a whole Law and Order thing when it came to the Batman. Look at that. So good. So good. I don't know how much I could really show because, you know. Footage, and I don't know if the sound, whatever. But anyways, if you go to my Twitter, just watch it. It's really great. I actually got a really good laugh at it. I was like, "Wow, this was edited perfectly." Edited perfectly when it came to the Batman and Law and Order. Make sure you guys catch the uh, latest episode of uh, Batman the Animated Stream that we did last night. Scott and I, Harley Quinnade, we did that one. That was pretty cool, and we got wonderful. Uh, uh, new design interpretations of shots and everything. So look at this, some uh, some drawings from Batman '89, which look really cool right here. You know, almost you know, it's like comic book animation form. Pretty cool. Love that. Love that. Oh yeah. We'll talk about this too. And then if you ever wanted to know what Walter White would look like as an avatar, <laughs> come on. Oh man. <laughs> I, I I got a laugh out of this, too. No context. Walter White. It's Walter White as an avatar right there. That's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And speaking of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Has the trailer come out yet? Let me know, guys. Let me know if the trailer has uh, showed up yet. Uh, but uh, this poster is good. Hey, we finally have a pretty damn decent Marvel... T- what?! We have a Marvel-like uh, poster that's not too shabby right here. It's a little different. No no floating heads. I dig it. I like the colors and everything like that. But yeah, Ant-Man and a Wasp, Mania. Good times. Good times. Uh, and then anybody who's a Workaholics fan, apparently they scrapped the movie that they wanted to do. According to uh, Adam Devine, we are deeply butthurt about this decision. That's weird. Hit show. They don't want to do a movie on it? That's weird. And then we have uh, W right here, W Magazine, doing some pictorials for some people. There's Brandon Frazier right here. Did a little pictorial for that. And then, of course, the lovely uh, the lovely Margot Robbie. Uh, I don't know what's going on with her dress. It's a little strange, but hey, it's Margot Robbie. I don't know. That's an interesting uh, dress, but hey, whatever. And then Womp Womp. Oh, my God. What an idiot. (laughs) Okay, so uh, looks like Mr. uh, Greg Berlanti, not going anywhere, guys. Not going anywhere. Warner Brothers is keeping their most prolific TV producer of the last decade in the fold. I mean, I will say that he is the most prolific, but let's face it, the quality is always not that great. Greg Berlanti has closed a new four-year exclusive overall deal and uh yeah for greg berlanti productions to remain at the studio for its television operations into 2027 so he's not going anywhere not at all kind of wondering uh okay so is he going to be you know very heavily involved in that green lantern show that we don't know what the hell is happening with it or anything like that i don't know Uh, i'm guessing so uh, he definitely is a friend to the guy in the ball cap, but yes, Mr. Berlanti is, uh, yeah, he's the CW guy. He is the CW guy. He, uh, created all the CW shows. So he's very much, uh, going to be sticking around. So I guess we can expect more DC content from him, even though they pretty much wiped out all the CW stuff when it came, when it comes to, uh, those shows. I mean, the flash is going to be wrapping up soon too. God knows it's going to be happening with the new wave. But they're keeping them. They're like, you know what? We don't need anybody else, I guess. So, Berlanti, there you go. And Damar Hamlin heading home to Buffalo, so that's good. Excuse me. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good that he's uh, heading home. That's good. We all want to hear that. And then look at this, guys. Zachary Levi went on vacation with little ski trip with the Saffrons. That's right. Smoochy, smoochy, smoochy. Zachary Levi is like, please, I want to keep my job. No, I mean, he probably is. I don't know. As far as I could tell, he, he might be. But yeah, there's little, there's Peter Saffron right there. And, uh, you know, Zachary Levi. With his, that's his wife right there. Give peace a fucking chance. I like that snowboard. Not too bad. But yeah, so Zachary Levi. Out with the Saffrons. Natalia Saffron. You know, I mean, this this all goes back to the whole debate on whether he's going to be recast. I mean, obviously, he was uh, putting forth his opinion on the whole thing and wanted to do a live. And I was just like, all right, dude, like, no, 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 just just promote your movie. You don't need to be talking about drama when it comes to fandoms and anything like that. But uh, you never know. I don't I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be recast, but he might not be because Saffron likes him. It's Saffron's guy. I thought this tweet was funny by uh, Joe Russo right here that said, um, Here's the thing about this meme. That's pretty funny. I like that. And then we got a new rumor. Watch out, the rumor mill. Watch out. Adam Driver, reportedly Marvel Studios' top choice to play Fantastic Four's Reed Richards. Of course, Take it with a grain of salt. Um, I do like uh, the direct because, you know, they they try to... They post a lot of things, obviously, when they hear stuff. Um, but, yes, how are we feeling about an Adam Driver Reed Richards? I mean, obviously, we all want Krasinski to continue playing it after, you know, it was teased. Basically, it was like, okay, is he officially going to be doing it? But then, of course, we heard that Kevin Feige would just cast him for that brief moment in uh, the Multiverse of Madness. And, uh, you know, for the sake of he was fan cast like crazy, but, uh, how are we feeling about Adam driver? Please. know, Okay. Adam driver. Okay. Tet. You like it. Okay. Okay. Um, I think it's not a bad choice. I mean, as much as I want Krasinski, but, uh, Penn Bagley, Bagley, Badgley, however you say his name. Okay. So you don't want, you don't want driver. I like driver. I wouldn't, you know, I could see him being a good Reed Richards, for sure, so, if he does get cast, yeah, no, okay, I don't care, Cavill as stretchy man, okay, you want Cavill? Cavill doesn't look, you need somebody thin, that's the thing, if you're gonna have somebody, if you're gonna have somebody as Reed Richards, you gotta have somebody who's tall and thin, Cavill is, I mean, he's tall, but he's very, you know, let's face it, he's a, Freaking, he's a beast of a man. I mean, he was Superman, for God's sakes. I, I can't really see that. I've always thought it would be awesome if Cavill plays Doctor Doom because I think that would be a crazy, I think that would be a, something different for Cavill. I've been wanting to see that happening. Probably not going to happen, but, you know. And, of course, people don't like it that I've cast, that I've fan cast Cavill as uh, Doctor Doom. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying, you know, Cavill's Nova, Andrew Garfield, that's not too bad. Is not Adam Driver the QB of the Chakwas, <laughs> right? Yeah, he got, he does. He kind of has that look to him, right? But uh, I think you know, if he does get cast as Reed Richards, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I like Adam Driver. I like him a lot. So, and then speaking of uh, Doctor Strange, uh, apparently Doctor Strange three, uh, they're trying to fast track it because they want to get it in before Avengers Secret Wars. And apparently I heard, too, that they want to get Scott Derrickson back. I don't think he will come back because why would he want to come back when he's making a, you know his own things? I mean, The Black Phone was one of my favorite films of last year, and it made a killing at the, at the box office. Small movie, made a lot. So I don't know if he's actually going to do it, but maybe he will. Who knows? Or if they get Sam Raimi back, who knows with that, too? Because obviously when it came to the Multiverse of Madness, very divisive when it came to that, so... Yeah, and then we got uh, to round up... Oops, it's a round up... Uh, why does it do that? Okay, why did you do that? Anyways, we got some uh, Batman the Animated uh, Series art right here. Pretty cool. Legends of the Dark Knight. I like that. Or right, well, now, it's not really Batman the Animated Series. You know, it's also, of course, the Dark Knight. Uh, it's actually Dark Knight Returns and some other stuff. Old school art. I really like that, too, right there. From Mark McHaley right there, so... Cool stuff. Cool stuff. All right. I love how uh, on the trending page, we got L.A. rain. Yeah, it's been raining like crazy in SoCal for like the past week and a half. And of course, California can't handle rain, guys. We can't handle rain here. I mean, it's funny because every time that we get like these rainstorms and there's like flash flood warnings and the governor is like, ah, state of emergency! You know, because California wasn't built. The only thing California was built for was earthquakes. And we get those, what, once every now and again? Yeah, but California is not built for rain. Everybody in Washington and Oregon is going, you pussies, my God. Anyways, we are. Rain sucks, but, you know, we need it, right? Okay, let's talk about the main topic right here. Okay, so, well, first off, cheers, guys. Ah, Vegas rain is the beat, or the best. Okay, yeah, I'm sure it is. Vegas probably handles the rain better than California as well. California is probably the worst when it comes to uh, when it comes to rain. But anyways, guys, so how are we feeling about? Okay, so now when it comes to DC Studios and James Gunn and everything that's happening this month. You know, I'm, who knows when we're going to actually get this announcement. I, it would be kind of cool if they actually did some kind of virtual announcement when it came to the first wave of, uh, the DC, DC universe slate, I guess you could say, um, You know, they should do like a DC fandom thing, to be honest. I mean, I think if you're going to everybody, all eyes are on DC Studios right now and Warner Brothers Discovery, and everybody's kind of curious on what James Gunn and Peter Saffron's cooking up. Obviously, it's more with uh, James Gunn. One, you know, a little fun, something to think about, though, guys, you know, just just to kind of like lay it out there on how much that, you know, when it comes to We know that James Gunn is working on a Superman movie. He's writing it, okay? We haven't heard about any other writers, no director, anything like that. I'm kind of wondering if we're going to get to that point, but I'm just kind of wondering, like, all right. So maybe one of the... uh, I I mean, I guess it can be kind of smart, is by hiring James Gunn is the fact that not only is he a filmmaker, he's also a writer. And the fact that they're just like, you know, the money is just not there. They're like, okay, we're going to hire you to... Co-lead the studios, and then we just want you to write some things too, you know. And I remember before the when this whole thing was uh, kicking into gear, I was not all about a James Gunn Superman. And um, obviously, there's people that are worried that he's gonna direct it. I don't think he's gonna direct it. it doesn't seem like he would. Be able to direct it but then again you never know what's gonna be happening with all that um, I'm like eh, I don't know if I want a James Gunn Superman full-on I mean I, as much as uh, Brightburn was was pretty cool he didn't of course direct it but he he came he helped come up with the story and produced it and I thought that was like alright that was pretty cool even though I'm pretty sure that him and his brothers are probably like around a campfire or something like that going can you imagine if what if Superman as a kid was a dick what if he was a dick be crazy, right? Well, I wanted to see more Brightburn. Remember they tease like a whole universe. I wanted to see more of that, but, but, um, over the weekend, I think it was yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, James Gunn, uh, tweeted out. He, uh, he tweeted out this right here. So he said my day, this was, uh, not no over the weekend. This was on what the fifth. Sorry. I don't know why I thought it was yesterday, I don't know my days anymore, but anyways, he uh, basically said right here. He said, "My day wrote one third of an unannounced DC TV show, put a smiley face, okayed a hundred VFX shots, which of course uh, you know has to do with Guardians of the Galaxy. Did different, uh, did reference acting for Rocket. So apparently, him and his brother Sean, they actually share the duties of doing some things when it comes to Rocket." and gave editing notes for Volume 3, and had two, two DC Studio meetings. So, obviously, that has to do with the, uh, you know what's been happening, what's going to be happening and everything like that. And, like, obviously a lot of people, when uh, when talking about uh, when talking about what the TV show he's, he is referring to right here, uh, obviously, like, a lot of people might point to Peacemaker, but I don't think it's Peacemaker. It's sounding like he's, in fact, going to have an Amanda Waller spinoff from Peacemaker, which, of course, I don't see why anybody would want to be disappointed in that. We get Viola Davis back. Amanda Waller, why the F not? That's all I'm saying. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, you know, I did. there's things I didn't like about Amanda Waller and James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. I didn't like certain things, you know, when it came to the, you know, in the office and the people and everything and how they rallied against Amanda Waller was kind of, eh, you know, wasn't the biggest fan about it. But hey, but uh, obviously I'm thinking that that is the TV show he's talking about, is that Amanda Waller, Amanda Waller, Spinoff right there, so yeah, it makes sense. But obviously, there's going to be uh, things when it comes to Superman. Uh, Batman is going to be obviously always on the table, and I'm just kind of wondering what's going to be happening with that because I'm just like, I've told you guys, and I've told you know, I've mentioned it on the Patreon and everything. So um, it's just uh, when it comes to that, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I, it's like, again, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. And I just would not be surprised if they have to, like, try to sweet talk Matt Reeves and be like, hey, can we use, can we use Robbie Pat? Can we reuse Robbie Pat? I just would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. I hope it's not the case because I want Matt Reeves and his universe to stay over here. Please stay over there. Perfectly fine with that. But I just would not be, you know, I just wouldn't be um, surprised. I just would not be surprised. <clears throat> so, Okay, apparently uh, the new Ant-Man trailer is going to be showing up at 7.30. Okay, well, I'll probably, I'll be done most likely by then. Maybe not, maybe not, but uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, But most likely, it's only 6.50, so we got 40 minutes. I think I'll probably wrap up in 40 minutes, but then who knows? I keep on rambling and rambling. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's going to be interesting, because can they afford having two different Batmen in, uh, in these universes, that's what's, um, that's the question right there. So I'm sure that, um, meetings had to do with something with that. And then of course with whatever else is going to be coming about. And I'm sure they were talking about how they're going to announce it. Or, right. I, I mean, I honestly, obviously I was like, Like I said, they should do some kind of virtual thing or whatever, go on some, I don't know. They should do something and just kind of like, even if it's brief, short, whatever, James Gunn, Saffron, just talk about what you're doing. It would get a lot of eyes, get a lot of views. You can even try to monetize it. I don't know, but maybe it'll just be released in deadline. It could just be an interview in deadline and that could be it because deadline is usually what Warner Brothers Discovery will be using, you know, to uh, reveal a lot of this stuff. So yeah, I I know a lot of us, yes, yes. I know I know a lot of us don't want to uh, uh we don't want Robbie Pat and Matt Reeves to be incorporated in this but and, and of course they debunked it but then I've said I've thought like maybe that was a power move because obviously James Gunn and Matt Reeves doesn't want it but then they might not have a choice. That's the only thing when it comes to that. So I really hope um I really hope that it doesn't happen and uh and we just get a, a, another Batman, you know, and they could do something with that. I mean, you know, who knows? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, obviously, Batman, I don't know if that's going to be in the first wave of whatever is going to be happening in the first three years. Obviously, James Gunn has even debunked the fact that there's not going to be a Wonder Woman, uh, in you know, involvement when it comes to these first, you know, with the, with the first couple of years here. But, yeah. Uh, You know, I don't know when we're going to get the casting of this new Superman. And if we're going to get the director, is he going to announce himself as a director? I hope not. It's like, I don't mind. You know, it's like, okay, I'm okay. All right, you're writing it. Fine. But don't direct it. Don't direct it. I hope he's not going to direct it. That's all. You know, I've always very, I've always been kind of, I've been in the middle when it comes to James Gunn. It's like, I don't hate him. I don't love him. You know, and I'm just kind of going... All right, let's see what happens. Obviously, this is a is quite a task that he's taken upon himself to do. And, uh, you know, it's not like the Suicide Squad was anything huge. It wasn't like people were just like absolutely just it was huge and blew everybody's balls off. It really did. not so I'm always just being kind of like, all right, I'm not I'm, I don't, you know, obviously send the hate towards him. Like people just absolutely load the guy like crazy. It's inter- It's weird. It's weird how, you know, and I think Steven actually brought up this good point, too. I think It was on the Vodka stream on Friday. It was like, man, I mean, the fact that there's like just people that constantly sent hate and tag him with a bunch of hate. It's like, imagine if that was if, like, you know, you got you got dumped by someone, guy or girl, doesn't matter. And you just kept tagging him and sending him hate messages for like, you know, three straight months. You would be put into a category where people would think you're crazy. But of course, you know, it's perfectly fine when it's somebody that is a name and everything like that. I just I don't understand why you want to waste all your time just sending hate like crazy. That's why when I actually saw people that uh, that are I'm acquaintances with and that were just tagging them and sending hate. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, back it up a little bit. You don't need that. You don't need that. So, you know, we don't need that. So, yeah, I just yeah, I hate that. Yes, Draga, I know what you're saying. He's in. you-know-what. And if you don't hate him, guess what? People call you a you-know-what sympathizer. Gotta love that, too. Gotta love that. Anyway, so there you go. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. Oh, yeah, Ben, ben, ben doesn't send hate. He sends love. <laughs> he sends love. So that's what it is. All right. Speaking of hate... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whoopsies. Well, yeah. I kind of uh tweeted out something on Friday or uh, Friday? No, Saturday. Um, this is something that I was asked last week, I think. I think I was I, I was asked this last week when it came to uh what if what if when it came to the Snyderverse they could uh they could license it out or you know Some other company can handle the Snyderverse. And I went, no, that doesn't make sense because the Snyderverse is not the IP. It's not the intellectual property. The Justice League is, and the individual characters, that's the IPs. Those are the IPs. Snyderverse is just a version of the IPs so that just doesn't make sense. Like You can't really, you know, companies don't do that. You don't just, you know, license out a version of your IPs. It's just not something that happens. Well, uh, you know, apparently, yeah, people didn't really grasp that, which, okay, that's fine. And then I woke up on Saturday and saw on my trending page that uh, sell Zack Snyder's Justice League to Netflix was on the trending page. And I just kind of went wow really that's that's a thing now it's a thing now okay interesting so now it's actually becoming a campaign and i looked in i was like wow and then of course i posted a tweet and i put uh jeff goldblum uh kind of like laughing a little bit from the fly and that's all i did and apparently yes it did uh start some shit it uh yeah my bad um definitely did some uh some stuff you know and I was just like oh my god I didn't oh yeah it it didn't it took a little bit and then finally it reached that side of the fandom that really doesn't like it when you poke fun at things that they like fuck me right yeah so um all right so when it comes to all this when it comes to sell Snyderverse to Netflix obviously they're not going to do that um, because why would they want to do that? And why? And it's funny, too, because at first I'm like, why Netflix? Why Netflix? I mean, I get OK, I get Netflix because Zach is making movies for Netflix right now. But I would be like I would actually see Amazon more take up the universe than anybody because they have the money. Okay, Netflix is canceling things left and frickin' right. They are canceling things like crazy. Because guess what? Just like what the CFO said for Warner Brothers Discovery and canceling all this stuff and removing all that stuff right there is the fact that there was a, you know, Netflix went on a spending frenzy. So now they're trying to dial it back as much as possible. And so then I was like, yeah, but then you got, you know, you got Amazon over here. I mean, they purchased the Lord of the Rings Franchise. They poured a bunch of money into that because they have the money. Because not only do they have streaming, they have Amazon. They have. It's just. It's. It's Amazon. So they have that. So that could just fund all kinds of stuff. So I was like, okay. But I get. I mean, I guess just because that's where Zach is right now at Netflix. Cool and everything. And by the way, of course, Zach somebody posted on Firo and he liked it. So of course, naturally. When uh, any of us who are pushing back against it, we're going to get that thrown in our face because if Zach liked it, that means it's going to happen and we're wrong. Right. That's the way it is. Like, no, 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 no. Zach's just a nice guy. He likes things. He likes when fans post stuff, especially when it has to do with him. He's going to like it. Of course he is. You know? course he is. He like if he likes the idea, cool. I mean, obviously he's not going to discourage anybody. He loves the fact that his fans still talk about the stuff and still, uh, and still want to see more from the universe that he, w- that he created over at DC. Now, when it comes to my, my, my thoughts, um, when it comes to this whole thing and I was noticing like, okay, the people involved and the, the people that, you know, what's funny. Well, like the people that were really you know, pushing back on me and even others too, where we're like, wait wait a minute, this doesn't, this, this, this can't be a thing. It's like, well, I mean, obviously they can license their version. I mean, a lot of people, of course, use the whole example of Sandman, Lucifer. They talk about that, how those characters from DC are on Netflix. And I'm like, yeah, okay. They license out those characters, but there's no other characters, no other versions of the characters that are happening right now. It's just those characters in live action, okay? So right now they're trying to make, they're trying to get the, they're trying to rebuild or whatever the fuck they you know, you want to do what James Gunn's trying to do. They're trying to make this whole universe right over here. So why would they want to sell off licenses to the same characters to another company Obviously, obviously, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that unless things get really, really bad. And that was another thing that people were throwing at me, too, is like, well, what about what happened with with uh, with Marvel and and Spider-Man and all that? I'm like, yeah, back in the 90s, Marvel was going bankrupt. So they sold the movie rights to Spider-Man, to Sony, the Incredible Hulk, Universal, the X-Men universe, Fox. Okay, they did that because they needed to. And then, of course, they they couldn't use them. When finally Marvel Studios was kicking ass, they couldn't use them. That's why we haven't really seen them. But of course, now we have a shared thing when it comes to Spider-Man. They have like a shared contract or whatever the hell you want to call it. And uh, we all know that that's been a little rocky as well because remember that whole hoopla. So people were leaving like saying that. I'm like, yeah, it's not the same. It's not exactly the same when they're trying to, when Warner Brothers Discovery is really trying to get DC Studios and all this stuff going, I don't think they're going to actually want to license out a version of the character of the, of these characters to another company, especially with a company that probably won't fork over the money for it, you know? And it, and it was just kind of uh, it's kind of interesting. And you know what? I mean, what I'll say guys is like, Hey, if you want to support that, if you want to support that hashtag and everything like that, go right ahead. Okay. I've always said that I've always said, even with campaigns over the years, campaigns that I don't agree with, I've always said, but hey, if you want to do them, knock yourself out, okay? I'm not going to. I think I remember like, remember the whole uh, uh, phone call, calling whatever number to Warner Brothers to request the, the Snyder Cut before the Snyder Cut came out and the letter-writing campaign. I was like, all right, I'm not going to take part in that. But if you want to, go right ahead. I just don't think I don't think that's a good campaign. I don't think that was a good campaign. I did support the the billboards, the the the, the airplane, and everything like that. I did videos on that, and I was perfectly okay with that. And anybody who was like, you know what, I like to support right now, guys. I like to support stuff like Project Justice League, Justice Khan, what Aaron Bailey is going to be doing. I love that fans are coming out and using their talents to further tell stories. Coming off of Zack Snyder stuff. And guess who supports that? Zach Snyder. All right. And what's funny is, is like a lot of the a lot of the people that were pushing back on me this weekend when it came to my tweet. When I went to look at their page, which, of course, is just 24 seven, nothing but whatever the hell, like this stuff, no support for Project Justice like no support. So while they're giving me shit, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Did you support Project Justice League, which did raise more money for AFSP and everything like that? And people worked very hard on it for like pretty much two years. Did you support that? No, you didn't. So while you guys are just, while you guys are spamming a hashtag, you didn't support something like this, that a lot of hard work went into that Zack Snyder also gave full like, Hey, this was great. Full praise to you and people involved in that who are very much associated with Zach. No, no support. No support. Just kind of funny. Just kind of funny how that is. It's like, all right. So like apparently I'm the bad guy for just kind of going like, well, that's not a smart campaign. It's not. It's not a smart campaign. It really isn't. I've seen some people too. And another thing that I've seen too when it came to people that push back on me, and I look at their tweets when it comes to this, it's always, it's there's there's some big time narcissism that happens because they always talk about if you just released the sequels, I will be happy. Okay. These are my films, my films. I'm like, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Okay. Let's, you need to pump the brakes there a little bit because you're getting a little too crazy when it comes to all this sounding a little crazy. Okay. Because it's not your films. It's well, Zach's films, uh, first off. And it's like, you just, you, you enjoy them. And then it's just like, it's always like, I, I, me, my, what I want, you know? And, uh, but I'm just saying like, even if, even if one of these guys that I don't, you know, agree with or anything like that, if they were to do some kind of project, like a motion comic or something that, that would, uh, that would That would further what the Snyderverse is all about and everything like that. I would support it, even if I didn't like the person. I'd be like, you know what? That's cool. Support it. Oh, you're gonna do a you know a charity thing with it? Cool. Support that too, because that's what it's all about, and that's what Zach was always wanting. He was always wanting that. He loves the fact that people can do that and support, and he supports that. That's the way Zach is, you know. And uh, it's just sad because a lot of the people that are there's a lot of the, the, the the loud voices. We're talking all kinds of, they, they mocked Project Justice League. I saw tweets that said that they don't deserve to do that. They, they shouldn't be able to do that and blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of that. But, you know, but if I make, if I put like a, a crazy little Jeff Goldblum, you know, gif, oh my God, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. Holy shit. It's crazy. Entitlement. Yes. But yeah. Yeah, they worked on it for two years, about two years. They went, well, it started off a little rocky. That's what happened. But that's the thing. When it came to Project Justice League, it's not like they were spinning 24-7 on it. You know, Andre, Ryan, all those guys, they have day jobs. They have families. They couldn't work on it 24-7. And that's the thing. So... Yeah, and then of course, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, Zach did like it, and I, yeah, of course he did. I, I'm not surprised. I knew that was gonna happen. I'm like, okay, somebody's gonna post it on Vera. Of course he's gonna like it. Yeah, sure. You know, but of course he's probably like, yeah, but I'm doing my own thing right now, and that's the thing. It's always about what they want. It's like, you gotta think about what people want. And then another thing that was that I brought to uh the discourse was the fact that i'm like oh wait wait a minute some of you guys turned on henry cavill you guys have already turned on henry cavill you were f- said fuck henry cavill because he was showing up in uh black adam which is like you know a hamada or whatever the hell you hated on him you, uh when the whole ezra thing was happening you turn on ezra uh maybe even gal gadot a little bit um, there's, I even saw people that turned on Ray Fisher at one point that are, pu- uh, pushing this hashtag. I mean, they they've turned on things. And then there was like a whole campaign after the whole thing about Michael Keaton, the rumor that Michael Keaton was going to be the new DCEU Batman. They were like doing a whole campaign on recast Batfleck. And I was just kind of going like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Guys? Like, seriously, what the hell are we doing here? So if we do get the restoration of the Snyderverse, is everybody coming back, or are we just recasting half the group? What is happening? Because you guys aren't consistent with uh, who you're turning on. Who is, you know, who's not loyal and stuff like that. It was crazy. I, had, I even had somebody who's uh, when I was, you know, going back and forth. They're like, "Well, my issue was the fact that you know that most of the group didn't like stand up." Uh, against what was happening with Justice League, but Ben Affleck, he wanted to do a walkout. I almost wanted to say, I'm like, you know who actually put that, that info out that you heard? Me! Me! That's right, I did! You know? And then, of course, you know, there was a tweet from um, a certain uh, Twitter handle that was basically called us out as the 40 Club again, uh, me, Steven, and Ben... The 40 Club, that's right guys, the 40 Club still being mentioned in 2023. The 40 Club was first established in 2018. And uh, for people that don't know how the 40 Club came to be, um, well, let me uh, give you a little history lesson. Some people know this, but some people might not know this. This is basically what happened when it came to the 40 Club. I was told by a very, very, very reliable source uh, to Zack Snyder and uh, everything with the Snyder Cup back in 2018 that, uh, you know, uh, I was contacted by this individual wasn't sure if it was actually legit I actually did my due diligence and said like I don't know, I'm, I don't think this uh, this is real, I think, someone's, I think someone's fucking with me, but after a few weeks, uh, this person said like what's your Vero? And I gave him my Vero and 20 minutes later I got that lovely message that said Zack Snyder wants to connect with you on Vero, and I went oh my god So this is legit. So one of the biggest questions was, is the Snyder Cut finished? And of course it wasn't, um, it wasn't finished when it came to VFX and whatnot. So it was told to me that it was about 70% of it was pretty, was done when it came to the Snyder Cut and it would cost 30 to $40 million possibly to finish it so I put that information out there and of course yes some of those guys did not like that and then of course SnyderCon happened in 2019 and you know obviously people were asking about the Snyder Cut and stuff like that and Zack Snyder himself said that yes he has a finished cut so then of course everybody was taking that to heart and I was kind of like me and you know a couple of the other guys, you know, a few other people were kind of taking the whole thing when it came to Zack Snyder saying that he has a finished cut was in, he had a start to finish cut because obviously he had to show something. He had something start to finish. He had a runtime that was hitting on that poster right over there that I have hung up on my wall of 214. And then of course there was an assembly cut and everything like that. There was a start, a cut start to finish. But of course I was like, yeah, but I think we should really, Focus on the fact that, yes, there's if we're going to get the Snyder Cut to come out, we need to know how much it needs to be finished. So I put that information out there. And man, man, you want to talk about dogpiling. I got dogpiled on a lot when it came to this. Some of those people apologize. They actually have apologized for for uh, some of the stuff that happened back in like, you know, in 2019 and whatnot. It was uh, it was pretty crazy. So that's how the 40 Club Came to be. But the fact of the matter is, we're still being referred to as the 40 Club. And I'm like, God damn, if I knew that, I wish I would have made t shirts. Maybe I will make a t shirt, the 40 Club. Who knows? But that's where the 40 Club came from. And it turns out, yes, it ended up being absolutely correct. As a matter of fact, we can actually call it the 70 Club because that's what Zach got to finish the Snyder Cut. He got $70 million because not only did he finish the Snyder Cut, but he also had that lovely, awesome nightmare scene that he got to uh, add additionally to it. So there was all that. So that's how it all came to be. I know. Should I make a T-shirt? Possibly. But yeah, so when it came to, when it comes to this whole discourse, you know what? I'm not going to just, I'm not going to take to Twitter and ridicule this new campaign all day and every day because I, because I think it's ridiculous. I'm not going to do that. I just don't do that. You know, will I poke fun at it every now and again? Yeah, that's going to happen. Guess what? It's just what happens. Just like, hey, you can mock me too. Guess what? It can go both ways. Isn't that weird? How we, you know, you can make fun of me. I can make fun of you. (laughs) It's crazy crazy, right? And we could just be like, hey, okay, we're good. We're good. Okay, we're good. Nothing wrong with that. So yeah, maybe I'll make a, you know, make fun of it every now and again. Big deal. But I'm not going to like take to Twitter every day and just like, you know, ridicule everybody and mock whatever the fuck. No, no, not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But it's funny, again, like the biggest voices when it came to that, did they support Project Justice League? Did they support Justice Khan? No, they didn't. That's the thing. They didn't. And guess who big time supported Justice Khan? Who put it? Who helped put it together? Zack Snyder. Because he loves his fans. He loves interacting with his fans. He shows up on the, on the Vodka Stream. Just even the day of, the last time he showed up on the Vodka Stream to watch Scott unbox his big huge uh, Dark Side statue, he showed up because he likes interacting with his fans. You know? So you can't just pick and choose. You can't just pick and choose. Anyways, that's all. That's my spiel about that. That's my spiel. That's all I got to say about that. We'll be okay, guys. Um, one of the things, too, is, like, I wish... I wish that, uh, I mean, especially with everything that's happening now, I want to see... I want to see the conclusion of, of his Justice League story. I wouldn't mind seeing it in animation or graphic novel form. And I've gotten dogpiled on for having that opinion too by these same individuals because it's either live action or nothing because it's all about what they want, you know, narcissism. Um, it's all about what they want. Even though Zack Snyder himself, he said on, my, on the vodka stream that he pitched that he pitched the conclusion of the story in graphic novel form to, like, Jim Lee and everybody, you know? He's all about whatever, using whatever art form to tell stories because he's an artist, okay? He's an artist. Pitched animation, pitched graphic novel. You know, the way things are right now, if Ben Affleck doesn't want to come back, Henry Cavill doesn't want to come back now, it's going to be a little bit difficult if, like, even if there was, like— and I'll even say, glass is half full— I'll even do a glasses-half-full scenario right here, okay? Because just like what happened with Marvel in the 90s, where they had to sell off movie rights because they were going bankrupt, it could happen here, too. Could happen with Warner Brothers Discovery, okay? James Gunn's attempt at a new DCU could fall flat on its face. It could. There's a lot riding against him. The odds are not in his favor, for sure. You know, I'm curious to see what happens, but I'm just kind of going, oh, this is a tough task, tough task. So if it gets rough, yes, the Warner Brothers Discovery can just start selling off all the IPs to different companies. But then it's up to those companies of what they want to do with them kind of thing. So, but yeah, you just never know what could happen. Never know what can happen. All right, Avatar, let's talk about Avatar. Ah, all right. Well, Avatar is just uh, going crazy right now. Avatar is just going crazy right now. Here's where we're at when it comes to Avatar and where it lands on the all-time box office. It just passed Lion King and Jurassic World. An all-time top ten. So it is now number seven. And next will be Spider-Man No Way Home and then Avengers Infinity War. So that's where it sits right now. And then, of course, uh, where am I at? we got the box office right here. This is the box office over the weekend. And again, you know, Megan, M3gan, as I called it. Again, I love the fact that that horror movies, these horror movies that are made for cheap are making a bunch of money. That's the way it is. It's good stuff. you got to love it. But we're looking at Avatar right now. It currently sits at $1.7 billion. So this thing just cannot be stopped. Cannot be stopped. So it's getting and it's going I wasn't sure. Remember, I told you guys, I wasn't sure if this was going to be a a two billion dollar movie, but it's for sure going to be that. And they're they're predicting like pretty much by after next weekend, it'll probably be already past two billion dollars. And it's just it's just insane. Just insane. But the thing that I always wonder that I wonder, too, when it comes to Avatar. Okay, so. You know, it took uh, how long? It took about, what, 14 years, whatever the hell it was, to get this new sequel. And then the next sequel is going to be coming out in two years, less than two years now. Um, so I'm just kind of wondering, like, all right, are people just are, is it's the buzz still going to be there with the third one and then the fourth one and then the fifth one? I mean, it's just it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Because now it's just—it was just like Avatar: The Way of the Water was something refreshing. It was like, oh my God, okay, this this crazy 3D spectacle that just the VFX just pop, and it's just absolutely crazy. It's thrilling. It's all that stuff. I enjoy. I—I couldn't believe how great it was either, too. So, but yeah, Um, it's going to be interesting what happens. But yes, it is creeping close to two billion dollars. Should get there fairly soon, and we'll pass Spider-Man. We'll pass, uh, what was the next one? Infinity War. That's right. It's going to be right up there with Titanic and then the other Avatar. But Endgame, of course, was, I don't know. Maybe it'll be an endgame. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Thank you, DJ. Thank you, DJ, for the uh, $2 super chat. Always appreciated. Man, these common common, common Nazis are something else. I know, right? I know when it comes to all that. It's like... Man, I, 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 yeah, I remember. I remember putting that tweet. It was, a, I did a quote tweet. This was like, I think this was around Thanksgiving of 2021. I put a quote tweet. I put a quote tweet because somebody was like tweeting out, "What's your most controversial Zach Snyder take?" And my take was, "I would be okay." I said, "I would be okay. I would be okay with a graphic novel conclusion." And yes that made those guys upset because how dare you it's all about live action movies and nothing else. It's like, um, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of using this thing right here, you know, this thing right here. And not to mention again, Zack Snyder himself said he pitched that. Ugh. Can't, you can't reason with these guys. You really can't. You really can't reason with them. All right. Let's talk about this craziness right here. The last topic of, uh, of the stream, Francis Ford Coppola, Megalopolis. It's a weird, it's an interesting title because I always get a little marble math with it. But yeah, this article just came out and I remember hearing about this and I remember hearing that he was putting forth his own money and, you know, he had a pretty star stellar cast and everything, but uh, it's not going too well, apparently, when it comes to The Hollywood Reporter. Here's the article right here. Francis Ford Coppola's Megalopolis in peril amid ballooning budget crew exodus. Exclusive! Francis Ford Coppola's latest movie, the sci-fi-tinged Megalopolis, has descended into chaos, according to multiple sources. The movie, currently halfway through shooting in Atlanta, has in the last week lost key creative talent, including its production designer and supervising art director. That's on top of losing the entire visual effects team in the first part of december wow yeah that's not good to many insiders the self-finance that's right he he's putting forth his money production is giving severe apocalypse now redo vibes yes and i saw some people even referring to that i'm like all right we could very we, we could very much get a new francis ford coppola masterpiece out of this possibly who knows Uh, one in which the uh, uh, iconoclist 83-year-old director is breaking a cardinal Hollywood rule, never spend your own money. But this is a passion project. It is. Megalopolis has been a passion project decades in the making for the filmmaker who turned heads in fall of 2021 when news broke that he would be self-financing the $120 million film partially with the tens of millions he made selling his popular Northern California wineries. Remember, he's got wine. The film's budget has expanded and is now about halfway through its 80 to 90 day shoot. But a production source says it's unclear whether the production can go forward as planned. Representatives of uh, Coppola, of course, did not respond. Coppola assembled a starry cast, including Adam Driver, uh, Natalie Emanuele, Forrest Whitaker, Lawrence Fishburne, John Voight, Talia Shire, Shia LaBeouf, Jason Schwartzman, and Dustin Hoffman. The film centers on an architect who seeks to rebuild New York City as a utopia after a disaster. Sources say Coppola initially employed new virtual production technology similar to the one used in The Mandalorian. So, of course, the volume, the volume. Remember, Zack Snyder was going to be using the volume at 1.2, but then... It's too expensive. That's the thing. It's too expensive, and not to mention, you could get very limited on it if you've watched Loki or even Mandalorian or even Obi-Wan Kenobi. You could tell there's limits to it. We've talked about it then on the Vox stream, just, you know, Steven. Of course, Steven. But as the challenge and cost of that approach am- mounted, those sources say... The production is attempting to pivot to a less costly, more traditional green screen approach. There's no good answer here, says a production executive. Coppola is going to spend a lot of money uh, than he intended. You can imagine how much he's already got invested. It would be a very bitter pill. Uh, pill not to finish it sources say Coppola who has never made an effects heavy movie fired almost his entire visual effects team December 9th with the rest of that department soon following Mark Russell a veteran whose credits include of course all that uh, and that's what he said right there so yeah the art director the art directors guild supports all art departments and ensure proper staffing and scheduling and is currently looking into the situation with Megalopolis to uh determine the next steps we have no further comment at this point point. and then somebody else said some talent representative said it was absolute madness madness being on set so ish ish so this is going to be one of those controversial films from uh you know from a very renowned iconic director but, he, you know, it's not the first time. Everybody k- keeps on talking about Apocalypse Now and how crazy that was when, uh, uh, when it came to uh, that movie. And then, of course, Apocalypse Now redo, redo. So, yeah, we'll see what happens when it comes to this. Um, I know, like, uh, my buddy of mine was going to find out some more stuff about this. So I'll let you guys know. And, uh, you know, when I find it out, obviously, I always post it on the Patreon first. So if you want to subscribe to that, of course, every little bit helps. But, yeah. Uh, when I hear it, I'll post it on there first. And then, of course, naturally, I'll, po- I'll talk about it on here, too. But, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. Pretty, uh, very crazy stuff. Indeed. All right. Let's go to questions. Let's see what we got here. YouTube. Any questions on YouTube? Refresh the page. Ah... Good old red wine. Is it raining outside again? I don't know. I thought I heard something. All right. No questions on YouTube. So let's just go to the tweets, huh? Let's go to the Twitter questions. All right. So let's make sure nobody's posting anything uh, bad here. You know, I did. You know, I'm, I'm a target now after this weekend in my, my totally uh, dreadful tweet that I posted. So all right. Here we go. All right. Tet. Let's see. When you uh, do your Superman fan cast video, check uh, check out Kit Connor. He's only eighteen, so young, like uh, Gunn wants. Well, th- poor choice of words, Ted. I'm just saying, <laughs> poor choice of words. When it came to the- I mean, I- maybe you were going for that. And uh, he's already won an Emmy. He really gives me Clark vibes more uh, than Cavill. More than Cavill does. Whoa. Perfect opportunity to make someone feel miserable and humiliated, as usual. You- Can we get an American? Can we get an American, though? (laughs) Oh, you know, we always got the Brits coming in and taking all these jobs here. No, I mean, that's fine. (laughs) I know, I'm a monster. Hey, jokes, guys. I like the jokes. Again, I'm not a freaking James Gunn fanboy, so I'll still make the jokes. (laughs) Carrie. (laughs) Hey, Dave. I see the sell the Snyderverse hashtag is innocuous. I don't believe it will ever happen, but at least it's the fans expressing our complete lack of trust in WB to handle DC. That's how I see it. Uh, O-T-O-H. O H. I I don't know what I don't know what that means. I'm really bad. You kids and your acronyms. Uh, no one expected the Sony Marvel sharing agreement for uh, for Spider-Man. Yeah, but I mean, well, I mean, okay, it's understandable. I, I get that. But I mean, but I, my whole thing was like people actually think that the Snyderverse is like its own like full on like IP that just could just be just hair. Hey, you have it. You do something with it. I'm like, no, it's a little bit more than that. It's like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's like a, it's an intellectual property, but the it's only like a portion. It's a version of the interle- uh, intellectual property. That's what my whole thing was. Where I was like, really? OK. Yeah. Nobody thought that, too. Yeah, true. But. Man, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Ah, Anderson Miller, after the vodka stream, had to snag the first two Terminators. I haven't watched them since I was a child, so being in my 30s, I expect all... I expect all appreciate them even more. Yes, they are great. They are fantastic. They age well. Cooper Knox, another Francis Ford Coppola movie having a rocky production. Sounds like a masterpiece in the works. That's what I said. That's what I said. You know? I mean, even though he's 83 years old, he could do something with it. Boomish. Hey Dave, watch Superman Manor Tomorrow. I still didn't watch that animated version. I'm, I need to catch up on that. Last month, and I have to say it's the perfect first film for the kind of Superman movie James Gunn described. It's about Clark reporting and his very early Superman days. What do you think? Well, I mean, I know the story of The Man of Tomorrow, so yeah, very well he could be pulling from that. I know Cabell wanted to pull from that too at one point eric okay dave we have wb currently trying to sell a batman animated series to a uh, streaming service batman of course is a big ip for uh warner brothers so they won't sell their big ips isn't an argument here well i mean the it's the movie live action thing that we're kind of going they're not going to do that But like you said right here, so if Zack Snyder, Justice League, et cetera, could be animated, that would be sold to Netflix. Eric, I would dare you to try to tell that to one of these people. (laughs) They will not appreciate that, and they will probably dogpile you because it's live action or bust when it comes to these guys, okay? It's live action or bust, and I don't exactly know who they want cast in these roles because they've already turned on Cavill, they've turned on Miller, they've turned on, you know, I've even seen them turn on Fisher. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I could totally be, I am all about Zach. Telling a story in whatever form, other form that that maybe he can't do the if he can't do the live action, then very much that. And then maybe, maybe they could be like, all right, if we're gonna have a Zack Snyder's Justice League two and three mini series in animation, maybe some, you know, another company could take something like that. I'm not thinking Netflix, I'm thinking Amazon. Okay. I'm just going by who's in better shape when it comes to a company. Amazon, better shape. Then Netflix. <clears throat> Devon Wooter, Dave, so annoying that people want uh, Netflix to get Zack Snyder Justice League. I think it's so ridiculous. People just hate James Gunn and won't give him a chance. And imagine James Cameron uh, direct a uh, Superman movie or a Justice League. Oh yeah. Uh, I would actually, I would welcome that big time. I even said like, man, can you imagine if James Cameron were to uh, direct a Justice League movie? That'd be pretty fucking epic. For sure. For sure, uh, Marcelo. Hey, Dave. What do you think of Wolfgang Navagratz casting that came up from Superman? Yeah, I saw Ben posted a an AI art of it. I actually thought, nah, eh, not too bad. He looks, he looks not too bad. I I like the costume. I like the color of the costume. Some of the por- portions of the costume I didn't like, but I think the idea of a Clark in his twenties is a good one. But I also but also proves that a soft reboot is an illusion. Um, if Gunn chooses this path, all the sacrifice in his speech would be contradictory. Yeah? I'm just hoping that Gunn has left the door open to a possibility of these characters returning, and I do believe that he has. I do believe that he has kingdom come thing, a crisis thing. I think that could happen. Under the cow. I'd rather have the Snyderverse be animated, really flesh out the story. There you go. We got a lot of people that are up for the animated stuff. But again, you better not tell that little that that vocal side of the fandom. They will dogpile the shit out of you. Uh, Christian, Dave, what's your most anticipated, interested uh, James Gunn, D.C. era project? Well, Superman right now. (laughs) Yeah, very curious to see what he's going to end up doing with that. Uh, Mr. Nobody, Snyderverse on Netflix. I don't think so. I definitely want the Snyderverse to continue, but I think Gunn will want to either uh, to end the old DCU or restructure it in his image. Won't it go against having multiple Superman, Batman, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's even uh, contacted Zack Snyder himself and talked about it. Anyways, Isaac. Hi, Dave. You shouldn't see the hashtag as uh, a fact because it'll... Hardly happened, but see it as a protest against company and its decisions to materialize a fandom wish. Indifference from a studio these years. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Sucker punch. Okay. And that was another thing, too, where some people were like, Hey, damn, Dave, doesn't mean it's going to happen, but let these guys do. Okay. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Why is everything so one-sided? Does everything have to be for or against? I'm like, tweet, I don't care. Tweet what you want. Will I poke fun at the logic of it? Yes, but not a lot. I'm not gonna go, again, I'm not gonna go on Twitter and start doing that like crazy, I'm not. But, uh, you know, but there's some people that are taking this absolutely seriously. And you better believe the scoopsy Daisies, they're going to try to come up with some exclusive scoops about something that could be happening at Netflix. I guarantee you, you're going to start seeing that. You're going to start seeing that on some of these Scoopsies. They're going to start saying that. They're going to start feeding into it because they see that their fan base is totally all about it and everything like that. I've seen people that are just like... Well, ho- ho- they decided to just... Not, they decided not to, uh, they stopped with the whole fire, James Gunn and Saffron and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, for the most part, though, it's actually made the rounds too. It's actually made the rounds of of making it on websites. Forbes posted, a, posted a, an article that said where to start with the new sell Zack Snyder's Justice League to Netflix movement. But sadly, they said... Right here at the end of the first paragraph, and this is what I'm just kind of going like, this is what happens. It says, it's a group that is more passionate about the superhero universe than fans of any other piece of media I have ever seen, so much so they frequently come off as quite delusional. You know, that's the kind of thing. It's like, yeah, definitely make a splash. The, the, the radio show, the morning radio show that I listen to every morning, Heidi and Frank, KLOS, LA, when they uh, did their little box office report, they talked about this, too. So, yes, there's definitely noise that does get made. But sometimes you go, is it the right noise that we want to make? Is it the right noise we want to make? I don't know. <sighs> Who knows? But anyways, guys, so that's that. Okay, so apparently the trailer dropped. All right, so now that I'm still live, I'm going to react to it. Let's go ahead and react to this Ant-Man trailer, and then I'll clip it out and post it uh, later tonight since, uh, yeah, I figured I'd be done by now, but again, I told you guys, I'm just going to talk, 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 and talk. All right, here we go. Ooh, all right. Let's see here. Are we good? Okay, let's see what's going on with this new Ant-Man trailer go ahead and do this all right full screen it full screen An ant-man quantum mania trailer two it's supposed to be only two hours and five minutes by the way the movie and i'm like yeah of course yeah cut it down whatever it's weird though should be i I, you'd think it'd be a little bit longer because it has to do with kang and setting up kang but here we go okay push play do i got that yep got the that going or here we go you're an interesting man. Scott Lang. You're an Avenger. You're an Avenger. You he helped. You have a daughter. But you've lost a lot of time. Ah, oh, so she's like also me. gonna be a troublemaker. We can help each other with that. Yeah. Who are you? i'm the man who can give you the one thing you want what's that time that was kind of cool that he had like the the blue face but it was more of a he can rewrite existence and shatter timelines you cannot trust him i don't care who this guy is i just lost so much he can give us a second chance. We're gonna play on the fact that, that Scott didn't get to see his daughter grow up a little bit. Let Avatar me make this easy Okay. easy you. You will bring me what I need. Or everything you call life will end. Beginning. I mean, they're already talking about dinosaurs. I know. You may not want her to watch this. What happened to Reed Richards? Oh, no, that's what's his name? Rodak or whatever. We thought you could win. Yeesh. I don't have to win. I can do this all we both day. Just have to lose. I'm sorry, Kelsey. Oh, is that gonna be a bunch of ant men like yeah. ants? That's cool. Whoa, that's a shot. That. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I think it's gonna be a step up from Ant-Man and the, the you know the last one because you know, I was kind of like I mean I love Paul Rudd but. And I just didn't like the last one. I like the first one, but uh, you know, it sounds like it's gonna. It looks like it's gonna be an actual good, you know, an introdu good introduction to Kang and his dynasty. They're already trying to establish that a next. See, that's the thing though. When it comes to the MCU, that they're already every film is gonna be like, all right, we now now that we got what Phase Four, whatever the hell, you know, and we've established the multiverse. Now we have to establish. We have, to, we have to lead up into Kang Dynasty, you know? So every film is going to be, like, leading up to that. But, I mean, obviously, when it comes to Ant-Man, you have to do that with the whole quantum realm and everything. So it does make sense. So, no, oh, I dig it. I do dig it. That was that was not bad. Modoc was the first uh, human face in the show. Okay, so there you go. But, yeah, I think Jonathan Majors is going to be a cool big baddie for the Avengers. Uh, you know the new Thanos like I said so that's going to be pretty sweet so I dig it I dig it I'll definitely be seeing it it's coming out next month so definitely be seeing it and uh, yeah we'll see what happens gonna be, it's going to be interesting and I think a lot of us are more like going what's going to happen in secret wars you know who's going to show up in that but hey Kang Dynasty Kang was right right that's going to be the new hashtag Stephanie Kang was right anyways Yeah, Majors definitely is the GOAT. All right, guys. Well, that's it for the stream tonight. Appreciate you guys uh, spending some time with me. Um, Hit that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Come on and uh hit that notification bell like i said now i don't do uh not doing streams on tuesday so don't expect to stream tomorrow unless something crazy happens and then maybe an emergency stream but yeah i'll see you guys on wednesday of course uh, i'm filming junkie live so uh i'll see you guys then yes and i appreciate everything where's uh justice to- <laughs> yeah there'll be some people out there that's talking about that but, uh, yeah, guys, uh, follow me on all the sock meds. I mean, I might do a Patreon thing. I am going to post some things on Patreon when it comes to uh, little things that I have that I received that I'm going to do some giveaways on. So I will be posting some things on Patreon. I think I'll um, even do, like, a, you know, that Flash featurette. Maybe I'll do something with that on there, too, as well. So, uh, but anyways, guys, that's pretty much it. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. And I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Talk to you later.